Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you in Oilers Now. It's 107 in Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title, title sponsor, Digitex. And speaking of Digitex, they want to wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In the first hour of the show, we discussed the passing of Colby Cave with uh, Colby's American Hockey League head coach this past season. Jay Woodcroft, a lot of you jumped in, texted us, uh, sent your condolences our way on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. And we also talked about, you know, where we're at right now dealing with COVID-19 and the challenges uh, that we have and the wide variance of opinion. And just before we bring in John Shannon, I did want to get to a text here from former defenseman Mark, who has texted the show. We had somebody text to say, we'll never again, uh, as a result of COVID-19, be able to have large mass gatherings. Uh, and this individual referenced how significantly things changed after 9-11. And uh, former D-man Mark says, holy smoke, people need to grow the hell up. This is not a nothing event, but this is not as serious as they say it is. I take umbrage with the text that said, large gatherings may never take place again. Are you kidding me, says former defenseman Mark. Uh, well, there's lots of different opinions out there as we go to our River Cree Resort Casino hotline. And we are uh, joined uh, by John Shannon, our NHL insider. How you doing, John? John, did I lose you? No, I'm here. I'm here. There you go. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's, uh, you know, it's interesting uh, I, that last text you got and the and the, the previous reactions uh, when I was listening to the show. Uh, I, I think you get a, a real sense of the strain and stress this whole event is having people on so many different levels. Well, Brew, I want to read this one from Drew, uh, Brew Crew, uh, Brew Crew, uh, John, because the fringe announced today. 
that uh, they are not going to be going in Edmonton. You know, it's a great event here held every uh, August. Uh, Reed Wilkins, who does Inside Sports, volunteers every year for the Fringe. We're going to hear from Reed at 135 today. Bob, with the Fringe now, the next entertainment victim of COVID, we will need the Oilers as a distraction. I'm a season seat ticket holder for the past 25 years. The Oilers plane is necessary for keeping some sense of normal in Alberta. The 80s were tough, too, as the bite of the national energy policy killed Alberta. The Oilers were huge uh, for distracting us at that time as well. And it's all about, let's just put it this way, John. There's lots, there's, you know what, there's lots. It's okay to have different perspectives on different things. We don't all have to agree and get along. And we don't all necessarily have to just accept everything that we're being told either. I think that's a fair a fair thing to say. Like you can, you can look into things a little bit as well. Yes, although I mean I, I do think that uh, I think we have to be respectful of social distancing and what the public health system and what the government is is telling us in order to try to you know to to flatten the curve. I, I, the you know the the severity and the and the, and the uh, 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 the issue of how important managing COVID-19 is for the next five or six months before there's a vaccine is is vitally important to us having the ability to return to return to normalcy at some point. How uh, look you're in Toronto uh, there's been an, uh, an incident in Bob Cajun with uh, assisted living uh, facilities obviously uh, multiple ones in Quebec just for an update John uh, the province of Alberta as of four o'clock yesterday had uh, 1651 confirmed cases of COVID mm-hmm. of which by the way 823 have already recovered which means there's 800 and, well there's actually less than eight 828 active. There's 44 deaths that have occurred in the province. Edmonton's tracking at about 24%. 395 of the 1,651 uh, cases have been in Edmonton. Calgary's been hit the hardest. They're at 62% of the cases. Over 1,000 people have had COVID in Calgary. Um, And as you're aware of, there's one uh, senior's home in Calgary where the majority of the deaths have come from. This has become, and the point I made earlier in the show today is, one thing that is going to come out of this, out of COVID-19, is we are going to have a new, I believe we're going to have a new national standard for the level of of what, and there's, I'm sure there's some terrifically run uh, senior assisted facilities in Edmonton and throughout Canada, but we're going to, would you not agree there's going to be a strong likelihood that we're going to be having a higher standard moving forward for our assisted living and senior uh, homes? Uh, You're not wrong, but I I also think there's going to be a higher standard uh, of of public health everywhere. I mean, I, uh, what about air travel? Um, I mean, proximity to people uh, is, there's going to be a way to manage um, scenarios um, in in so many ways. There's no coincidence that uh, uh, cities with major airports have been hit harder than other cities. Yes. Um, and, and the difference between Calgary being a hub versus Edmonton being a hub, I think, is a is a valid point. Uh, there's no there's no coincidence that New York, with its three airports, uh, has had major issues more than. Any, any other city, particularly with the proximity of 15 million people. So I, I think that there's uh, so many ways to, in the end, 
to, to slice this apple and find ways to improve public health and public safety, that, uh, that we are going to be the wiser for it uh, when it does come to, come to a point where we can actually have you know, public events and we can ha- have gatherings of more than a thousand people. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's continue down the path here. Uh, at this stage, we don't know anything as to, because the league, uh, the National Hockey League, as do all the other major professional sports leagues, they're really in a position where <laughs> their input is, uh, would you say it's minimal at best and they're sort of, uh, at the, uh, I won't say at the mercy, but they can't really do much, can they? No. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, the rules that you and I have to abide by are the same rules that professional sports have to abide by. Um, and uh, and, I, and I, I do think that uh, in many ways that um, even though the president uh, did implore leagues to get back to, um, uh, to playing sooner than later, uh, it, it's it's wise on on so many levels. There are there is a social responsibility that these leagues have uh, to ensure not only the safety of of the paying public, but to have the safety of of the athletes, the safety of the employees, uh, and 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 we're just Bob, we're just not there yet. Um, you know, it's it's nope. it's thirty one it's it's thirty one actual days between since the last game, which was. Uh, Ottawa, Los Angeles, that was the last one to end. Uh, 31 days since. It's been a month. It's been a month. And we are talking about the reality, and some cities it's already gone to. You said the fringe has been canceled. That's August. Well, that's three and a half months away. Uh, You know, Toronto and Calgary have said no public uh, 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 occurrences until uh, the end of July. So that's still May, June, July. I mean, we are, we're in the infant days of going through this social distancing and self-quarantining uh, in order to manage what needs to be managed in order to keep, the, keep public health and, and public safety uh, aware. So that you're right. I, I do think that in many ways the professional sports leagues, any league, is at the mercy of what, uh, what the public health authorities say. And the other thing that they're at the mercy of is they're only as good as the uh, best health scenario in the worst market. In other words, the worst market that's been hit or still hit, they've got to wait until this thing cycles itself through. And I don't even know if that's, I mean, there are, there's some people out there that tell you we're going to get three, we're going hit, to get hit three times with this mm-hmm. over the course of the next calendar year. Right. Yeah, there are yeah, people I mean, that believe that. And again, but uh, by the time even let's let's hope by the time the second wave or as you say the third wave hits, uh, we have created enough of a um, a resource enough resources to to manage to manage it. Um, you know whether it whether it be from from testing, whether it be from the amount of ventilators, whether it be from the the hospitals. Uh, and you're right. I mean, there obviously uh, the, that New Jersey, Connecticut, New York area has been hit much harder. Um, you know, the, the, you look at California, where they were much more uh, active in closing um, public events down and closing the state down, and they seem to have managed it better than most uh, at this point. When you consider there's 40 million people living in the state of California, 
Um, so from from that perspective, you just you just don't know. And I, I think there's too many people that still, even even the people in authority, are waiting and watching and and, and, and hoping that uh, vaccines are created and more testing is created and more testing has become available. I mean, what do you do with? Well, I, mean, I, I, I think more testing. I mean, I mean, our our, our country. I, I think our our country has managed it well. But what do you do with the border? How do you manage opening the border? And I mean, I'm only, I'm I'm even only talking about professional sports. How, how do you manage that? And right now, it's yeah. you know that's not well, a, it's not I mean, an essential j- service to have yeah. Edmonton Oilers fly to Denver to play the Avalanche. Hundred percent. It's an undeniable fact. Uh, a tough weekend for the Oilers organization. Obviously, that's a given. Uh, yeah. Everything else kind of paled in comparison to what occurred when the news came out on Saturday morning. And I think we all knew once Colby got put into the induced coma earlier last week that that's uh, for... Uh, you know, maybe some of us who have had experience in uh, losing loved ones to to strokes and things like that. You know, we, we know that you know the, these situations can be incredibly difficult. And it's it's uh, we had Jay Woodcroft on. I thought he did a great job equivocating sort of the uniqueness of Colby's personality. And um, but it is it, nonetheless, anytime you lose somebody at that age, it's a shocking story. Yeah, well, you know, the, the times that I I had contact with Colby. Uh, uh, in the Oilers' room, uh, you know, he was not the uh, most uh, outwardly public guy, uh, but you could certainly get a sense of his um, his calmness. You got a sense of what made the guy tick. Uh, and uh, you're right, since, even since last Tuesday, um, you got a real sense of uh, affection that his teammates, uh, at every level, from junior hockey to minor pro to the NHL, the affection they had for him uh, and the respect they had for his his ability to get to this level as a player. Uh, undrafted, uh, worked his tail off, uh, became valuable on and off the ice to any team he played for, uh, and and that, that gave him a, a level of respect amongst his peers that uh, not not many people get to Bob, and you've been around this game as as long as I have. Um, when you, with the outpouring of of uh, of sympathy that you read or saw from people and players from across the league, you understood uh, you understood what made this guy tick, and and how he finally got to be one of the one percent of the one percent that played in the National Hockey League. Um, I mean, it, it was. Well, he willed himself. Shocking. He, right, he willed himself to get there. Yeah, he right. did. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I, I think that the, we all had our fingers crossed as, after Tuesday that he would will his way out of this one too. Um, and, and it just was not to be. It was it was an awfully sad Saturday. You're right. And uh, uh, but the public outpouring yeah. uh, of people within the industry was was amazing. And I know his wife Emily, who just basically still a newlywed, and his family that had gone from Saskatchewan to here in Toronto. It's just a heartbreaking time. Yeah, it is, absolutely. All right, well, let's leave it on a, a little bit lighter note. Uh, I mentioned Mindhunter 
Um, <laughs> I mentioned Ozark. I'm now into season two on Narcos. I also want to recommend to the listeners available on Netflix is World War II in Color. Some of the episodes, uh, it goes without saying, uh, are incredibly difficult to watch. And frankly, for a know-it-all like me, and again, you know the old saying, John, the older you get, the more you realize, the less we know. Uh, but I learned a lot from watching that whole series. But uh, anything in the last uh, week or so that sort of caught your eye a bit? Well, I think I mentioned it last week that I've watched enough stuff in subtitles. I feel I'm at a Fellini festival. Um, but there, there's a, there's one on uh, Netflix that's uh, uh, Finnish uh, called Border Town that uh, is very good. A, a detective who uh, uh, is uh, on the border of Asperger's in, in a town uh, not far uh, on the Finnish side of the border, close to Lenin, uh, Leningrad or St. Petersburg, sorry. Um, and uh, it's very good. Border Town's uh, one of those that's uh, good. The other one is it's Icelandic, uh, and it's a, a great series. It's a, it's I think it's maybe three three seasons long, and that's called Trapped. Boy, it was uh, it was a great uh, it was a great series to watch as well. But yeah. You can't look down and, and uh, be on your computer. You have to read the subtitles, and it's, uh, but they're a pretty darn good uh, series uh, to watch. Now, the Finnish one, does it take place in the here and now, or does it take, pl- take place during uh, the Second World War? No, no, I, I, no it, 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 it's current. It, it's a current one. It's, it, it was really good. Yeah, it was, okay. Uh, yeah, he was, he was, uh, it was uh, a, a detective that had moved from Helsinki to this small basically uh, 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 summer town uh, to uh, become the uh, head of the, or their, uh, their CSI. It was good. It was, it was, it was fun to watch. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. I remember Yessi Wensu uh, telling us a story one day in the dressing room that everybody from his hometown, uh, you go to the, you go to uh, the graveyard and there's all the all the men from the hometown were killed because fighting the Russians off right. in I forget uh, like 19 maybe 40 41 whichever year it was and it was really kind of puts things in perspective but uh, interesting stuff John uh, we'll we'll switch the focus a little bit when we have you on on Wednesday we'll see if we get any um, clarity at all from the league right now but I think we both agree at this stage it's all guesswork is that fair until we get uh, 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 it, it, a little know, bit further down the road here? And a dice. I beg your pardon? How many sides are there on a, on, a, on, a, on a pair of dice? I think this is one of those things where you just keep rolling on the dice. On a pair of dice, know. there's 12. Okay. There'd be, well, there's six sides that, uh, on, on a, yeah. So it's, it's whatever combination, and I think they're working on something every day and talking about something every day, and they have fingers and toes crossed as we do. You say this could roll about six. You, you never know, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I think Joaquin Andahar once said that baseball pitcher, the most important word in baseball is you just never know. Uh, Southside Art has texted the show to say, Bob, great show. Thanks for keeping it going. My thoughts in public events are this. Let's look at the many, many previous pandemics, such as the Spanish flu of 1918, the flu of 1956, uh, more recently H1N1, SARS, etc. And that should give us what we uh, could expect to see here after this corona calms down. The world has survived them in the past, adapted, and sometimes even flourished. Uh, it's from Southside Art, who apparently. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is uh, also my type of guy, sell side art. We'll take a time out. It's 125 at Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 127 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now. During the season, when we're not in the pause, the injury report is brought to you daily by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, and the staff at James H. Brown want to wish you all the best during these challenging times. Stay safe. Stay home. All right, let's get to our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 780- Four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, I'm watching the entire series of uh, Bosch, uh, which I finished, and Ray Donovan, maybe the best series based on true characters. That one comes to us from Brian S. I've not seen. Is that with Lee Schreiber, Ray Donovan? Uh, I'm thinking it might be. Um, and we're getting a lot of recommendations here for uh, shows, so that's always great. Keep it coming here. Uh, again, I've been... Brendan, have you have you uh, gotten on to Mindhunter or into uh, Ozark yet? You know what? I'm I'm four episodes into Ozark. I'm maybe loving not, it. Maybe but Brendan's I'm, not listening to us at this exact... What do you mean? I'm right here. <laughs> uh, we uh, we flipped the switch over the weekend, though, Bob. You got me hooked on to okay, World War II in color. So that's what's uh, been taking up my time recently. Oh, you watch? You started to watch that? Yeah, I sure did. It's been interesting. I'm only about an episode, awesome episode and a right. half into that. Okay, 129 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Reed Wilkins coming up on Oilers Now when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6:30. Chad.